1: Today's guest is Sagar Kantri from the Multiplier Technologies. Sagar is a young and dynamic professional. He's also the CEO of Multiplier, a software service-based global employment solution that was founded in 2020. 20- Having worked with global brands, he honed rich and well-rounded experience in regional profit and loss management, international expansion, fundraising, and merger and acquisition. He has been a part of the leadership team at Helmet, and work in deal advisory at Nomura prior to that. He hails from India, is a graduate of India Institute of Technology, Bombay. So a bit about Multiplier. Multiplier is a leading global employment platform that helps companies recruit talent across any market without the need to establish a legal entity. It actually simplifies the employment process by taking charge of the complexity involved in handling the payroll, employment contracts, taxes and benefits while complying with employment laws, both local and global. A bit more about Multiplier, it was born out of sheer, pure personal experience and understanding of challenges that companies face while looking to expanding globally. Over plus com- countries, Multiplier is the only global employment solution worldwide able to help companies tap into Asia-Pacific market apart from other key markets in Europe and America. Saga, thanks a lot. Thanks for coming to the show. Before I begin, can you kindly tell me how you get here from the day that you actually did your first startup? Hey
2: Andrew, it's a pleasure to be here and uh, talking to you. Maybe I can talk about
1: my journey till here.
2: Yes, I'm please. originally from, from India and you know, I started, I studied in IIT Bombay, I did my engineering there. And I started, although I did engineering, funnily enough, I started my career as an investment banker. And I uh, was in Tokyo for a couple of years, covering TMT for North Asia. And then I moved to Singapore with the same bank covering Tisha Oil & Gas. And then I have good friends who are in the VC industry who happen to be now my investors at Multipliers. They've convinced me to join one of their startups called Hamlet where I was VP of Corp Dev. So doing fundraising, international expansion. I spent a couple of years there where I realized that, hey, my true calling really lies in being a founder and leading the company from the front. And that's where I, I approached uh, my current co-founders from cn number with this idea in in late 2020 and we got started
1: it's been a year and, and what a year it has been so you mentioned about the days when you were investment banker to the days and you meet up with your founders <laughs> and along that line tell me more what is the gap or the pain that you discovered before you found multiplier
2: this is a very interesting question and something that i love to talk about andrew one of my portfolio at hamlet was obviously in addition to fundraising was international expansion and I was instrumental in expanding the company to australia to japan doing a joint venture there and it took me and you wouldn't believe this it took me six months to open a bank
1: account in australia wow really so tell me more about what is the number of steps of where does it
2: take so long six months it's a developed market but then with each developed market there are challenges right and in today's world where checks and balances in digital the world is digital and hence checks and balances have become extremely important and as a VC-backed business, and obviously Sequoia had more than 25% of our company, they wanted to understand who LPs of Sequoias are, and, and obviously as a VC firm, they would not be talking about their LPs, in which gets not talked about, and, and hence the banks were not interested in doing the business with startups, and that's when I realized that, hey, until you reach a certain size and you promise them certain business, nobody is interested in working with you, and, and I realized that Hey, if you think about today's way the organizations are structured, there is no role in the company which deals with anything global. Which it, it could be global expansion, it could be global hiring, which has an element of compliance and payroll and payments associated with it, right? Yes. That's why I thought, hey, the future of organizations would either have that role or a system and we
1: decided to build that. I see, I can empathize. Even then, how would that be? Painful. How do you take it upon yourself to have this mission because you could jolly well be an investment banker making even more money than doing a startup whereas a high risk of failing?
2: I think once I was, once I worked for a startup I realized few things, one is that I'm fundamentally an extremely driven individual and I like to build. Once you realize that it is almost impossible for you to go back to a corporate life. Secondly, being in banking, you also realize that the real wealth creation happens in equity. That's where I, I was very sure that, hey, yes, you can get handsome salaries. But if you really want to make impact, if you really want to do value creation, it has to be in Plus, obviously, when you work on a problem statement thats that you're really passionate about, these things become secondary and you really want to make that impact or dent in the world as you may.
1: Cool, because you were working in a corporate and now you're helping startups and you're a startup yourself. So you were doing strategy work before and after COVID-19. And how has COVID-19 actually changed uh, the way companies uh, do their business? How does it change digital transformation?
2: So I would say COVID has been an absolute drastic turning point in the way we work, in fact, for the entire human civilization. Obviously, it has caused pain to the society. It has taken many lives. But the other way of that is, it has really changed the game for what we call digital transformation. I would say it was <clears> not more of a choice, people had to do that and if you know there's a running joke that what caused the digital transformation of your company, it's C, uh, Chief Digital Officer or, or co. Before COVID, digital adoption was pretty limited in most working spaces. Work from home and hybrid models were totally unheard of. That's people true. were absolutely reliant on physical spaces, commuting and so on and so forth. COVID has really shown people that work can be done digitally. The the companies like Zoom, Slack have facilitated that the the proliferation of remote working tools has really enabled the digitization of how we work today. The pandemic has also forced leaders to think of different ways of delivering value and retaining the workforce. Starting from a few, a lot more companies are now joining the bandwagon of going going remote and working in an async manner. We also have innovative and efficient supply chains now. We have technological initiatives based Across industries, we have remote work that is taken off. We have distance learning that's taken off. So, so I would say the way to think about this is obviously physical is equivalent to quality, but digital equivalent to access. We have seen that COVID has really transformed the industries, and now people, more and more people have access to uh, each other in a more uh, digital world.
1: I totally agree with you, Saga. In a sense that before COVID nineteen. companies they typically like to get everybody to the same office and so that there's a lot of interaction and therefore people have to hire locally they have to you know interview them set a registration office and workers wise they have to feel that this company is trusted and that's how on-premise or on-site work begins now because of COVID-19 people have to go back to home and as a result companies realize that hey we can actually work from home and that actually got them to rethink the way that they can hire people they can do business right They can start hiring people from overseas. And if that's the case, Saga, uh, how has Multiplier helped to plug in this gap here?
2: That's a very interesting question, Andrew. Uh, I think if you think about what Multiplier does, Multiplier helps companies employ talent globally without having to set up a legal entity, payroll, benefit, taxes. And all you need to do is to find candidates online and we'll take care of everything else. So literally remove The need for you to have your own office, need for you to have your own entity, need for you to have your own HR Ops department. We are literally the extended HR team for your team in every single country. We are your local HR team in every single market. We have customers and big and small alike, some of the biggest enterprise customers, some of the smallest startups, who now rely completely on multiplier to it. Again, I'm based personally based in Singapore. Now we cover more than 150 countries globally today. We've realized that a lot of customers today that were working with us will never, ever open a single entity across the globe. Sitting in Singapore, using our platform, now they can employ anyone, anywhere within three clicks and 30 seconds. So what we have really enabled is, you know, companies who are going global, we've enabled them to go global without moving from the comfort of their house, without getting into the nitty gritties of payroll compliance benefits of each market you know internally how we would put is we've really helped balance the demand and supply of global talent without anybody immigrating from one place to another
1: that's a, a very radical form of digital transformation in which there gone are the days where companies need to have a physical entity or legal entity and human resource unit to really get people with multiplayer, three clicks in maybe under three minutes when the administrative bureaucracy itself and, and all this nitty-gritty compliance can literally take six months. And we're not talking about the go-to-market, about like the, the ability to what to sell, where to sell, how to sell, and what is the product value proposition or the design in the local market. We're just only talking about how to literally just get the people... Do
0: the work on the ground. Hello, listeners. We appreciate your company in today's podcast episode, where we just wrapped up an eye-opening chat with Sagar Kautry, the dynamic CEO of Multiplier. Together, we unearthed how this game-changing platform is pioneering a transformation in global hiring, successfully addressing the hidden challenges of international expansion. We also unpacked how the COVID-19 pandemic served as a catalyst, expediting a seismic shift towards global and remote work. Through Multiplier's groundbreaking technology, companies can now effortlessly employ top-tier talent from 150 countries. We're certain your perspective on global employment has undergone a transformation today. As we transition into part two of our conversation with Sagart, prepare to journey deeper into the evolving landscape of work. You will discover how the power dynamics have tilted, favoring talent in a remote working era and pushing organizations to fast track their adaptability. Sager will further reveal how Multiplier's innovative tool is revolutionizing the hiring process worldwide, generating compliant contracts in a matter of seconds. And finally, we'll delve into a future forward vision where AI not only catalyzes business efficiency but also empowers individuals to upskill and flourish in new roles. Entried? Be sure to tune into our next exciting episode for these illuminating insights. Hi guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. If this is the first time you are tuning in, remember to subscribe to this show. If you have subscribed to this show and love this episode, please share it with your friends, family and acquaintances. See you later and see you soon.